At U.S. Bank, when we say we're in it with you, we mean it. Not just for the good stuff, the grand openings and celebrations, although those are pretty great, but for all the hard work it took to get there. The fine-tuning of goals, the managing of cash and workflows, and decision-making. We're in to help you through all of it. Because together, we're proving day in and day out that there is nothing as powerful as the power of us. Visit usbank.com to get started today. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Copyright 2024. U.S. Bank. Today, star of the new thriller Inside, actor Willem Dafoe is here. Then we'll take you inside the New Orleans bookstore, inspiring a love of literacy in its community. And Willie goes one-on-one with Oscar-nominated actress Michelle Yeoh. We've got a sneak peek. So it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. So Yeah. Uh, we've got Willie. He's in for Hoda, who Hi, will be back very, be very back. soon. But we're thrilled you're back. I see forks, which is very exciting. I don't know what it's for because I never know what's the happening. The amount of things we but eat on this show great. and the variation is, is sometimes perplexing. <laughs> you know, can I just say, because you've been here for the last two weeks off and on, your range going from Morning Joe to oh, here to talk you. about. Oh, no, please. To do games, to, to talk about pasta and all sorts of things. It's just really incredible. This show is a breath of fresh air. I that love being here. We it. had um, eggs and peanut butter in the same <laughs> thing yesterday. That yeah. was interesting. I felt that for the rest of the day. I, you know what I felt? That donut. Donut. Krispy Kremes with Reese's Pieces. Tons of pieces Who knows what this is? Stay with us, because I don't even know what's no, about to I happen. Know. Do you remember exciting. The Little Mermaid, where they use this as a brush? I don't think I ever saw it. Did you never watch? You never saw The Little Mermaid? I don't think I ever saw it. When was that? Was that recently? The Little Mermaid? No, I've heard of it, but was there a remake recently? Well, there is a remake that we're talking about, but yeah, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. A really good one that's coming up. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. The cartoon? Yeah, the original one. With With Arabelle? Ariel. Arabelle. I was trying to, I should just stop. I'm sure it was great, but I didn't see the fork hairbrush. Look at this stuff. I want to talk about something else. Remember yesterday we talked about singing lessons? The collection's complete. (laughs) That was actually pretty good. It was? Yes. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You know what today is? This is really exciting. It's a big day today for readers everywhere and for Jenna. Today is the fourth anniversary of Read with Jenna. Um, I've got to brag on you a little bit, some okay. stats on what you've done so far okay. with the book club. You have read 52 books. Wow. 37 of them, New York Times bestsellers, 28 of them option for TV and film. You have had such a huge impact. I told you Christina reads every single book. Her friends read every single book. And it's become this thing that I know is a passion for you, but has become something so much bigger than that. It's so fun. I mean, I cannot believe that I get to read for my job, but also be surrounded with people like Christina, readers who are engaged in the incredible community, but also um, all these authors. Yeah. And to dream. 
And you've shined a light on so many authors who might not otherwise have that well, light. So that's a tribute to you to, to highlight these amazing authors. It's a privilege, and I'm thrilled to be part of it. You guys, it's also um, the 25th anniversary. It's only the 25th anniversary of Read Across America Day. Mm. I'm pretty sure we used to do that in That's school. That's what I thought. But. but anyway, whatever. It's Read Across America Day, which is so fun. And when I was a teacher, I actually used to dress up as the cat in the hat. Oh, did you? To celebrate it. It was so... Oh, yeah, that's me. There, oh, I love that there picture. I am. We used to go around to different classrooms and read, uh, of course, the cat in the hat, dressed up as the cat in the hat. And at the school, I... Oh, for Jenna, for you. For you. Oh, My you mic has gone bad. Oh, so you get to hold that the whole show. The whole show I get to hold this? Look. I thought y'all just wanted me to put on a performance. Don't you feel powerful? Like Celine Dion in Vegas or something, you know? Oh, like you want me to be Celine oh, Dion? But I like the cat in the hat picture, too. Okay, well. That was amazing. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay, so well, you had a big afternoon yesterday. You got to hang out with Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh, Oscar nominee for Everything Everywhere All at Once. She is amazing. She's already won the Golden Globe and a SAG Award for her performance in that movie. Um, on the Brink, don't want to jinx anything, but most people believe the favorite anyway to win the Academy Award for Best Actress. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at Vegas, she's yeah. going to win it, Yeah, right? she's won almost every other award leading up to it. I asked her how it with the SAG Award she won on Sunday, which is voted on by actors, members of the Hollywood community, what that felt like. Here's what she said. I must say that with the SAG Award, that is from your peers, from your fellow actors who have been through these kind of journeys. You know, the, 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 the whole works of wanting and not getting and desiring and all this and then be part of something that's amazing and great and trying to find the next one and the next one. It, and sometimes it's elusive, sometimes it's, it's, it, it disappears from you, but it's, it's very, very gratifying. And I'm glad I'm still here being able to enjoy it when it's, it's and, and seeing there's such a long road ahead. Because, like, 60 is the new prime. So she's 60 years old, and she's all she's had a long career. I mean, she was a huge star in Hong Kong, and then 25 years ago came and started doing... She was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, yes. Memoirs of a Geisha, Crazy Rich Asia. She's been in amazing movies, but now at 60, stepping into this spotlight and getting the recognition she deserves. Yeah, I think saying 60 is the new prime is so smart. We talk about this show all the time. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis yep. got her first Oscar nomination. Her first. Like, you can't even yeah. believe that. You yeah. know? But the, the point is, is that all of these women, uh, we, we all of them, have now time to be recognized. And it's like that the old thought of, oh, you can only do so much for right. so long right. is gone. Especially in Hollywood, as she was saying to me, there's this perception you reach a certain age, whatever it is, and the Hollywood says, all right, what's next? They kind of look past you or yeah. they put you in roles where you're the mother or the grandmother or whatever it is. And she said, no, no, we have incredible stories to tell and we can be at the center of it. And she is living proof as she's perhaps on the brink of an Academy Award. Yeah, knock so. on wood, knock on some wood. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think Hollywood, but across the board, um, we see women doing incredible things throughout their lives. Your mom. Yeah, my mom, when I was born, my mom was a social worker in Chicago. So she was in her 20s. That was her job. And she would take me around with her. We didn't have childcare, yeah. I guess. So she'd take me with. And then she stepped out of that career for a while and raised my sister and me. And then in the late 90s, went back. She was 
in her 50s, mid-50s, I guess, and got her master's degree in social work from Columbia. So she's an Ivy League degree because she said, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. In her 50s. In her 50s. And she worked at schools with some of our mutual friends. She worked in Harlem and still does a lot of that work. So that's just another... She said, I have this talent. I have this passion. I'm going to go pursue it again. I I think sort of the... The stereotype that women are done at a certain age yes. is long, long gone. I hope so. Um, okay, so yesterday we talked about something really important. It's the hot button issue of the day, okay? We're talking about it. Riga Tony. Tony. <gasps> Wait. That's why it wasn't here for me to perform Little Mermaid. So if y'all missed the story, we got to fill you in, okay? President Biden and Mrs. Biden went out to dinner in D.C. They went on a date night. They went to a restaurant called The Red Hen. And both of them ordered the same rigatoni pasta. Okay. Now, listen, that looks delicious. So good. I ordered it when we did our fake order, and I thought it might come out yesterday. And And it didn't. But guess what? Guess what's going to happen today? This is a bluff. The chef reached out all the way from D.C. (gasps) with the... The rigatoni! That's breaking. Oh my God. This is Michael Friedman. You make the rigatoni. Now, Michael, I just want to say, you know, this show is called Hoda and Jenna, and I ordered the green pasta. Yes. But you brought the rigatoni. Well, you'll just have to have me back on. Okay. But right now, a pleasure, a pleasure. You can come back and cook that green pasta. I will definitely do that, but right now we have our Mexican rigatoni with fennel sausage ragu, pecorino romano, and fennel pollen. And this is the classic dish at the Red Hen. I don't know if you saw, I was drooling just over the photograph yesterday. <laughs> I saw and it, now and I got in my car, and, and I drove, drove this up for you. You literally wow. did that. This, this house-made pasta Thank from D.C., so house-made sausage, house-made oh my tomato gosh, sauce. We cannot wait to I taste this. I hope you enjoy it. Oh. Mm. oh. Mm. Bravo. Thank you. What okay. was it like to have the president and the first lady in the restaurant? Oh, it, it was an honor. And to have anybody in the kind of public forum is always great to have. And D.C. is such a, obviously a political town. And so oh. we get uh, everybody from every walk of life. And it's a pleasure to have them in. And it was it was wild. I mean, I never thought it would happen. So we were the hot restaurant. And we'll be celebrating our, our 10th year this year. And I've also got All Purpose, which is uh, a love letter to my youth growing up in Jersey and New York. So oh. Italian-American. Oh, Where Jersey. are you from? Jersey. Jersey. Uh, Westfield, New Jersey. So Central Jersey. Ridgewood, Bergen County. Y'all are bros. Y'all are bros. Bergen County. Wait, can we just say, we now understand why they both ordered the regular Oh, it's so good. People don't want to share this dish when they're at the restaurant. It's the one dish that's been on the menu for 10 years, and we're super proud. We've served over 100,000 of them, and we'll serve as many more as we can. It's delicious. Thank you for Really, really Oh, my God, my pleasure. Red Hen, check it out. Come check us out. Thank you. Thanks so much for being here. Cheers. Coming up next, we're going to let you know what we're... Lebanon these days. Besides this, it's our <laughs> faves and finds right after this. Mm. Thank you, Michael. Michael. Awesome. So delicious. Oh, my God. Thomas's presents Tackling Traffic with Tom. Good morrow. Tis your reminder to savor the morning with Thomas's breakfast. And while you may not be able to control what occurs on your commute, like your horse and buggy popping a wheel and axle on the way to the schoolhouse, you can control what you put atop your soft but crunchy bagel and the toastiness of your English muffin. So do take the time to savor the morning with Thomas's. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. 
<clears throat> the UP Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Welcome back on this Thursday. So we thought they were going to take it away, so we ate real fast. But So it's almost gone in a commercial break. It's so good. We just ate so much rigatoni in about so, a 30-second period. It's so good. It's delicious, but I need a break, and you're kind of sweaty. Oh, <laughs> I ate real fast. Are you okay? Yeah. No, it's Do so good. Do we have any gas X on it? <laughs> just in case. Um, okay, we want to share some things. We are 11 right now, so it's time for... Faves and Fives. Jenny, you first. Um, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Watch the rigatoni. Seriously, the rigatoni is precious. All right, do you like how we send things down from I the... I do, actually. Okay, I'll go first. I don't know what you picked. Is but that your bag? It's our bag. Oh, okay. Um, we ch- I chose... Roxanne Rizzo's Bronze Glow. Okay, okay, so this is a celebrity favorite bronzing mist. It does not smell. You know how a lot of tanner kind of smells like coconut? I don't, but I'll take your word for it. Okay, well, a lot of self-tanner does not smell good. Mm. It also does not get on your clothes, y'all. That's huge. Okay, it works instantly. So, Deanna actually tried this on you this morning. We tanned you. Mm -hmm. Do we have a little video of us tanning Willie? Maybe maybe not. Oh, yeah, look. See, right there. Tan, tan, tan. Yeah. Tan right your neck. That's the tanner going on, yeah. Tan your jowls. I got some... (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk about my jowls. That's so rude. Jowls. <laughs> that was so rude. Jowls. I know, I know. I'm getting older. And not, jowls. It's not rude. It also, Everybody has a jowl. So went on my hands. I don't. We I tanned, mean, look how tan. I've never you had a tanner on before. Is it? Doesn't it get on your clothes? Have you ever and tanned in a booth? No, I, I'm no. Do I look like I've ever tanned? <laughs> But well, does it when you go tanning? Doesn't it doesn't get on your clothes? No, it doesn't get on your clothes. And okay. in fact, we know that you know sometimes you have to wear a little makeup on your show. Yeah. So we're gonna give this to you so you can just tan, tan, tan. Okay. You're trusting me with it. Uh, All right. Okay. I'll yes. Okay. Your turn. Bronze What's book. your pick? I've been getting okay. so excited. Okay. This is very exciting because this is a national television debut. A debut. I was having a little trouble recently um, seeing the menu at some restaurants Mm -hmm. when it was dark out. Mm -hmm. I've made it to 47 years old without needing any reading glasses or anything at all. And it was time. Drum roll, please. These are my Warby Parker reading glasses. Oh, wow. This is their national television debut. Here they are. It takes some getting used to. The first time I had them on at home to read my phone at night. The kids are like, ah. I'm not sure they're loving it. Can we it. see it? How do you look in a reading glass? Well, I'll leave that up to you. Whoa! We're talking about We're it. We're talking about it. <laughs> Were those real applause or sympathy applause? Now, do you wear those now, like, during at, the day? No, at this distance, it just it hurt, hurt my eyes when I looked at the camera. Yeah. It's really, it's a Can the, I try the low. Here, I gotta clean Is it a one? Here. Are they a one zero? They've got some rigatoni on them. <laughs> they sure do. Uh, I no, guess what? I need them too. You know what it is? It's a 0.75. Ooh, I've been using it's the one lowest zero, allowable. But I like this. It's the lowest prescription, but it, I need it sometimes when your eyes are tired on the phone. Um, I read with them too, but I ordered a four pack from Amazon for 19.99. Whoa! Oh yeah, 
baby. These are good war beats. All right, coming yeah. up next, Joe, he has starred in nearly 150 movies and TV shows. We're talking about the great Willem Dafoe with a new thriller. He'll tell us about all of it right after this. We're going to share some rigatoni, Willem. Coming up tomorrow, the hilarious Wanda Sykes joins us, plus the fierce fashion influencer shaking up the style world, and how to finally put down your phone and give your brain a break. That's all Friday on Hoda and Jenna. The New York Times called Willem Dafoe one of the 25 greatest actors of the 21st century. He's also a four-time Academy Award nominee. Now Willem is starring in a new movie called Inside. He plays an art thief trapped in a New York City penthouse after a heist he's involved in does not go as planned. You know, I was just saying to you in commercial break, not since Tom Hanks and Castaway have we seen a film, or maybe we have, but I haven't seen a film, where one actor carries the entire thing, which is what you do in this. Yes. Did that feel daunting? Um, Not really. I mean, uh, that was part of the pleasure. There's very little dialogue. Um, My partners are basically objects, the paintings, the place. But uh, what it feels like, you're working very closely with the crew because you are the only actor. Mm-hmm. And the nature of what we were doing also is there was a very strong script. There's a very strong narrative. But between those narrative points, we had to invent a lot of things. So I worked very closely with, you know, art department, props, all that, probably closer than I usually do. So it actually felt very social. Like mm-hmm. I, I was just, OK, in front of the camera, I'm alone and pretending. But it was very uh, collaborative. Yeah. You've done stage work. Did you treat it almost like a play in some ways? Just uh- one set up and you in the room? uh, Yes. I mean, that's always in, you know, acting is acting. I didn't think of it so much that because also we're figuring out shots and we're doing things that we're trying to uh, figure out how to shoot it or not shoot it or we're shooting it and may or may not be used. So it's a a slightly different uh, responsibility. Now, you're locked in this apartment for a while we don't know how long, yeah. For, we don't know how long. But it I'm seemed, not coming out. <laughs> you are coming say. out. It seemed like a very long time. It's long. Um, if we got locked into your home or apartment, oh. what could we find in there? Which Any would be reg- all kinds Any of stuff. Reg- You'd have a good time. <laughs> Any rigatoni? <laughs> sure, sure. But the trick is, you know, the, uh, uh, the gas is turned off. Uh, stuff is put away. He's got to find stuff to eat. He's got to find water. It's a little bit of a survivalist story. Very different than Castaway, for but, example, but there are similarities. And then there's a whole other aspect where he's interacting with the art. And it's interesting because what is a priceless thing and worth something to him in one context, two seconds later, is worth nothing. Right. Yeah. Because really right. what he needs is something to eat. Right, yes. right. So there's questions about our relationship to art, our relationship to luxury, our what we really need. So it's cool because there's a very strong narrative uh, and people may respond to that kind of thriller aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, there's other things that arise that are evoked in the story. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very cool movie. People are going to like cool. it if they haven't seen it. Um, I have to ask you about, I did not know this. I'm a William. I didn't realize you two were a William or are a William. And Willem was the, a mispronunciation somewhere along it the way. It was a nickname. I think I was always actively seeking a nickname when I was a kid. How I old from, were you when somebody... It, it took me a while. It was like college or, yeah. or high school. And or a something. friend just said, called you Willem? Yeah. Yeah. You know, a flamboyant guy. You know, oh, Willem. You know? <laughs> and, I, 
And I kind of liked it. Yeah. It stuck somehow. It's great. I come from big family. Billy didn't suit me. William's too formal. Yeah. But the irony is. What about is, Willie? Now, what about Willie? Since you, you know, Willie is a You have problems when you go to England? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I always get a look because it means something very specific over sure there. I'm sure I know what it is. Yes. <laughs> big Willie? Very specific. Yeah. But I like, I like Willie. Willie Mays, you know. Exactly. I mean, Willie's a cool name. Did you ever Thank think you. about going by it or no? No, I, I stumbled on Willem. And then the irony is I never, I don't like the idea of a stage name, you know? Yeah. But then when it came time to put my name professionally forward, to do William or Bill seemed right. yeah, strange because no. it wasn't me. So um, this is memorable. Well, you yes. also just, we have to say really quickly, you spoke at the University of Wisconsin. Yes. Where you're from, you're one of eight. Yes. You did not graduate from high school. I, I did not. You did not Thanks graduate. Bring that no, up. it's okay. I'm not judging. It has a happy ending. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I think Willem is doing just fine. <laughs> and you got this, um, obviously, award, but you also got to speak. You said something I loved about enthusiasm. Oh, okay. And attitude. Do you remember? No. I don't. It, but you said it's not what you do. It's Okay, I'll quote you. Sometimes yeah. it's not what you do that's important, but it's the attitude Okay. That you do things with them. Who cares? That sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'll take your word for it that I said that. <laughs> but that was nice because I, I, I didn't graduate from there, but uh, they gave me an a honorary doctorate and they, I spoke at the commencement. And it's a big university, so yeah. it was a big, a big uh, event. So it was kind of cool as an event. I, I, it was fun to do. Well, Hoda loves commencements and yours okay. was very well written. So ah, thank you. Thank good. you, Willem. Great. Inside from our sister company, Focus Features, is in theaters March 17th. Thanks, Willem. Good to see you. Thank you. Coming up next, from New Orleans to New York City, Chef Brian Landry has a Cajun fish dish. We've eaten rigatoni. Now we're going to fish to spice up today's dinner. Oh, my gosh. The mix of foods. (laughs) (laughs) You want to join us up? makes everything nice and we have got just the dish. Brian Landry is chef and owner of Jack Rose in New Orleans and Marsh House, one of the hottest restaurants in Nashville. And he's making a Creole favorite, blackened swordfish. Yum. Brian, great to see you. Thanks for having me. Okay, so swordfish is the star, but we're going to start with a little salad. Some grains. We do a little rice salad. In this case, quinoa, little white rice, wild rice. You can cook them all separately. We like to do a little rice Simple, simple, bay leaf for a little bit of subtle flavor, Mm -hmm. salt, cook your grains separately, or if you want to cheat, they sell awesome blended wild rices in the store, but make a little rice salad, pretty easy. Each one and then put it together. Add it together. And black-eyed peas. Yeah. Then we add some freshness. We add a little bit of tomato. You can just have those, quarter them, whatever you think. And those are just like little baby tomatoes. Little baby tomatoes. And we're going to make a rice salad with tomatoes. We toast some pecans, a little red onion for a little bit of a, um, you know, a little spice to it. Mm-hmm. Red onions are pretty sharp. Add all of that. And then we make a quick vinaigrette. So we have a little bit of white balsamic. This is olive oil. Yeah. And then we do fresh mint, a little bit of fresh parsley, garlic. Yum. Yeah. Mm. Get that in there. Very simple stuff. Whisk, 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 whisk. It feels like the, the, the dressing is sort of always the key. The dressing is the key. And so here we have all of our grains. We have the cooked grains, white rice, quinoa, wild rice, black-eyed peas. That's what's making it southern. Okay. Add Pour our vinaigrette. In. Yep. 
Stir, and then stir, stir, stir. I, stir. I yep. cheated and looked ahead. Look how good that is. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh. You add this to that. I add this to that. And then this salad is actually great warm or room temp. Mm -hmm. It's even better the next day cold. So at least let the vinaigrette sit on oh, that rice for 20 beautiful. minutes or so. Okay, then we now get we're going to gonna the make star, the swordfish. Right? Yes. You like the cast iron. I love the cast iron. We cook it in all the time. We're going to do a little blackening oh. seasoning. What are you putting uh, on there? This is a Creole seasoning. Lots of paprika, garlic, onion, a couple mm. of herbs. Mm. Very simple. Very simple. And you can go pretty liberally. Yeah. yeah. Pat it, in the pat pan. It. In the okay, pan. pop. Yeah. And that has a little olive oil on it? Little olive oil. Not much. You don't need a lot of fat to cook in cast iron. You got to watch your mm. hand on the cast iron there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you use swordfish as opposed to other fish just because... Uh, we do get swordfish in the Gulf, but yeah, it's, it's steaky, yeah. right? It's, yeah. a, it's got a nice meat to it, and it'll hold up against the blackening season. And that's a pretty well. quick process here, right? It Blackening's is. Just about out. two minutes on each side. Okay. Just until you get a nice crush. You can eat it medium, and then voila, can right? Can we dive in? Go sure. For it. I mean, it looks so, so good. Delicious. And then we dress it with a little more of our vinaigrette. Oh, so, oh, that's so good. Lots of flavor, right? Mm. No, so good. The black and delicious. And the little salad underneath it is great, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Let's see why everybody wants to go to your restaurant. Mm -hmm. When we come to New Orleans, we're going to come eat. Please do. And I'll see you in Nashville. Thompson Hotel. Yes, mm -hmm. sir. Awesome. Get, get these the recipes, <laughs> today.com slash food. We both had food. Yeah, well, house. I was trying to yeah. help you out. Thank you. All right, from New Orleans food to a New Orleans bookstore sharing and spreading a love of reading right after this. Today is very special. It's Read Across America Day, where we celebrate the joy of learning and literature. That's right. And our friend Karen Swenson is here with the story of an independent bookstore that quickly is becoming a neighborhood favorite. Hey, we Karen. love this. Good Hi, Karen. And you know what, Jenna, this is right up your alley. <laughs> it is called Baldwin and & Company, and its owner, DJ Johnson, knows a thing or two about the impact books can have. At a moment when he was changing chapters in his own life, he realized that he wanted to share his passion for reading with his entire community. Take a look. Recommend um, Notes of the Native Son is a great one. No Name is Free is another good one. Another Books have always been life-changing for DJ Johnson, ever since he was a young boy growing up in New Orleans. New Orleans at the time was a very rough city, littered with crime and impoverishment but the thing that saved my life were books. When you were a little boy and you were reading those books, where did your mind take you? What the books taught me was that as a black man, there's more opportunity than what I see today. And took my imagination to cosmic places that I never even thought existed. One of the people who instilled in him the power of books was his mother, Marion Stewart. She's my rock. So I've never seen anyone work harder than this lady. Like she worked three jobs to send us to private school because she said, hey, the education will be your way out of these conditions. So DJ took advantage of every opportunity he was given, graduating from Clark Atlanta University and starting a successful career in Washington, D.C., working for the federal government. And then we get a call from mom. My brother called me. And um, he tells me, you know, mom's in the hospital. Take a leave of absence and come down to New Orleans. Doctor pulls me aside. She's not going to get better. She's only going to get worse. And she doesn't have much longer to live. I refuse to believe it. With DJ's constant support, his mom's health improved. 
and DJ found himself at a moment of personal transition. I started walking around the community. I got known as the guy with the book. I would walk into restaurants and people would always say, man, you always got a book in your hand. So when a group of buildings went up for sale in DJ's childhood neighborhood, the answer seemed obvious. DJ's bookstore, Baldwin & Company, officially opened its doors in February of 2021. I would love to change the landscape of literacy in the entire city and in the entire world. Coffee Talk is on a higher level here. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, this is a place of excellence. You're going to meet excellent individuals and everybody doing things at a high level. To their superpower as being a connector, because that's what they've been doing since they've been here, connecting partners and communities together to better serve this community. And two of his biggest supporters, his mom Marion and Grandma Hazel. You look pretty proud. Oh, I am extremely proud. I can tell you that from the time he was born, he always had a dream of doing big things. I know he was born for greatness. Spreading the joy of reading has become a reality for DJ with the Baldwin and Company Foundation, an official nonprofit providing tutoring services, writers' workshops, and donated books to members of the community. When people think about New Orleans, they think about parties, they think about the festivals, but they don't think of us as a literary town. So I want to change that, and I want to spark a renaissance of creating a literary society out of New Orleans. We also had a special message for DJ from writer, poet, and New Orleans native Cleo Wade. New Orleans is special because it centers on community. But there are a few places that capture this spirit more deeply than Baldwin and Company. I can't wait to come there, celebrate the city, do an author book signing, have a cup of coffee, and be in the community that they invest in and love so very much. Wow, I'm a huge fan of Cleo. Huge, huge fan, that's amazing. And there's a little bit more too. Atria Books, which is an imprint of Simon & Schuster, mm. is gonna donate 100 copies of Clio's Heart Talk, wow. indeed. And Macmillan <laughs> Publishers is going to donate 50 copies of Clio's children's book, What the Road Said, so that you can continue oh, to spread goodness. the joy of learning and reading. I, I'm speechless, I'm, I'm honored. Thank you so, so much. I feel like this is just the beginning for you. I hope so. I, I really do hope so. Um, and I feel like it's just the beginning for society because as we create a more literary society, imagine the level of improvements that we make. Awesome. Love him. Right. And Jenna, you're going to love this. Your March Book Club author, Diane Marie Brown, is going to be at Baldwin & Company. We did not know this when we shot this. She's going to be at Baldwin & Company tomorrow. Oh, oh how wow. awesome. With her novel. How great is that? Yes, right? Black Candle Women. I hope everybody in New Orleans will go and meet her. She's fantastic. She spent 10 years working on that book. So that's so great. It's now a hot spot. And he wants every child to have an opportunity to learn. And his goal is to give every child 13 books. So he considers that a library. Yeah, that's to have amazing. their own personal library. People like him are changing lives. The power of one person to change a community. Yeah, it's amazing. It. Karen, we loved that story. Thank you Thanks, so Karen. much. Thank you both. And uh, our thanks to the New Orleans Book Festival at Tulane University for connecting us with Cleo and DJ. The festival returns next weekend. It's so awesome. We were there last year, March 9th through the 11th. It is free and open to the public. We hope y'all will all go check it out. Check it out. Coming up next here, Donna checks out a place helping people make connections and to reconnect with themselves right after this.
At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. AT&T is opening connected learning centers across the country. Opening doors for students in need by giving them access to free high-speed internet, computers, and educational resources that can keep them learning. It's just part of our ongoing commitment to help more students stay connected. Because when students stay connected, they get closer to their dreams. To learn more, visit att.com slash connected learning. been focusing on the idea of making space for you. And Donna found a place that's helping people not only connect with themselves, but with complete strangers as well. Yeah. You guys know, I mean, living and working in New York City, it's definitely a privilege, but it can also be isolating. So I was looking for a new way to connect in a community setting, and I found just that. Lately, life has felt like a freaking giant whack-a-mole game. I'm trying to find my way back to the most honest version of myself. How am I doing really very emotional right now? How am I doing really? It's a question posed to 16 total strangers in a group setting called peoplehood. I come from a family that loves to talk and sometimes we talk over each other and this really teaches you to give the other person the opportunity to share. There's no qualms, no pretense, there's no need to impress. It's the brainchild of Julie Rice and Elizabeth Cutler, the entrepreneurs behind the boutique fitness brand SoulCycle. We began to think, what would it look like to create a product that was without the bikes, but still with all the connection? When they sold their enormously successful company in 2016, they each received $90 million. And now they've launched a new venture designed to strengthen personal connections. It's a 60-minute conversation experience, and the guide leads you through the experience, and there's some music and some breath work, and then, of course, conversation. And our guides are what we're calling super connectors. They are not therapists. This is not therapy. Um, this is really peer-to-peer -peer support. They call it relational fitness. The skills that come along with relational fitness are listening, empathy, and understanding. I'm excited to strengthen my pause muscle and my listening muscle. It's hard. It's hard to not think about what I'm reacting to what this person's saying. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next. I'm already in another place. And so to just really listen to what someone else is saying just for a short period of time is, it's actually such a generous act. Gathers can be virtual or in person, and prices start at $55 for a three-session intro pack. I tried my gather at their flagship location in New York City and led with honesty. I'm really spending for personal time on celebrating my friends. All my friends are getting married, they're getting engaged. And though I'm not someone to completely follow others, it's sometimes you feel there is a void. And so I'd like to make space for authentic connection. 
Our guide, Juliana, led us through a group share. The idea is to speak freely without anyone interrupting or responding. Simple gestures of snapping and touching your heart are suggested to show your empathy. Now one thing that's true for me is that I'm baby-free for a week. <laughs> I feel really grateful to be able to have the job I have and do what I do, have the relationships I have in my life. But sometimes I can feel lonely. Oh my gosh, all the, that touches me. I feel, I feel seen, I feel heard um, just by that one beat. And then we broke out into one-on-one -on -one sessions, which was surprisingly moving for me. So um, I'm a little bit anxious about the future. I was telling Kiara I miss my parents at night. That's sometimes what keeps me up. And then I realized that part of that is because I have so much love to give and I feel like that's sort of stalled and thwarted sometimes and I don't know where to put that. After this class, I feel at peace and I feel more present than I did when I went in there. Well, what keeps me coming back is just the connection with self and with like the world at large. I get a chance to like meet myself over and over again. My takeaway is that everyone has something going on and that if we can collectively treat people with that in the back of our minds, the world might be a better place. Yeah, and I want to reiterate, it is not therapy, and we spoke to a psychiatrist to find out what she thought of this new idea, and she agreed. While it's not a substitute for therapy, there is no doubt that being social is good for mental health, and sharing open conversations can boost well-being, and I experienced that. Yeah, first. well, I mean, I feel like everything is over the phone, yeah. so to have that kind of face-on-face open connection yeah. is what people are so longing for. And sometimes you just want to speak to a stranger with empathy to, like, Finish your thought, complete the thought, yeah. feel the feel. Kind of when you talk in circles, you're able to figure out what it is that you're really feeling in that moment. And that's certainly how I felt. And you said it, everybody's got something. Yeah. Everybody's got something. That was awesome, Donna. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Donna. We'll be right back. Willie, I just want to say thank you. I paid you in rigatoni, and I appreciate oh. that you... And we had some black and... Is that the gift that just keeps on giving? How black you and swordfish. Yeah, There's a lot going on. Really All going for it. Tomorrow, y'all, yeah. we've got the funny Wanda Sykes. Oh, I can't wait to see Wanda. Plus, tips to help you finally break free from your phone. Oh, and how a 50-something fashionista used social media to become a style star just like Willie... Guys, look at those boots. Style look at this style star. star. Style. See you tomorrow star. on Friday. AT&T is opening connected learning centers across the country, opening doors for students in need by giving them access to free high-speed internet, computers, and educational resources that can keep them learning. It's just part of our ongoing commitment to help more students stay connected. Because when students stay connected, they get closer to their dreams. To learn more, visit att.com slash connected learning.